0: Say you should always listen to your heart, and where better to do that than the island of Ireland. After all, your heart is the best compass there is. So get out there and fill your heart with the stuff that keeps it beating. Fill your heart with Ireland. You're listening to Irish Radio, Canada, home and abroad, and. Tourism Ireland focused very heavily on making sure that Ireland is at the front of people's minds when they consider vacation and they've done a fantastic job because we're going to hear how tourism to Ireland has literally from Canada grown exponentially over the last number of years and Mel Gibbons who is the chief executive of Tourism Ireland came to Toronto to help launch their 2019 campaign, Fill Your Heart with Ireland. Now, thanks a million for taking
1: the time to have a chat. Great to be on the show, Austin. Thanks very much for having me. Um, fill Your Heart with Ireland.
0: Interesting little byline. So, first thing we want to do is, where did you come up with that?
1: Well, we've worked on this campaign over the last year uh, to launch now in 2019. We had our old campaign jump into Ireland for the last seven years, and you need to refresh and renew. And we've had a great time in tourism at home over the last while. I mean, the numbers have been spectacular, and that's a good time sometimes to reinvent and refresh and remind the world that Ireland is such a good place. So we have an advertising agency, we've got a good team back in Dublin as well, and we really tested them with getting a good slogan and a good campaign together. And really at the core of the campaign isn't just the line, fill your heart with Ireland, it's really sort of identifying that we're living in a hyper-connected world. People are never switched off at all, but what we are saying to people is that Ireland is a place that you can switch off and you can renew your lust for life by taking a bit of time out and filling your heart with Ireland. And the heart bit came from the Swedish couple who were at the front and centre of campaign, they're not actors by the way, they're a real couple right. who came to Ireland and what we did was we gave them a camera attached to a helmet on their head yep. and we gave them a heart activated monitor and the camera only turned on when that monitor got activated basically in terms of their passion points.
0: Now the heart monitor would be a bit for, uh, a bit like if you were, uh, had a, something like a Fitbit
1: A little bit like that and when the heart went over a certain rate or below a certain rate when they were calm or excited, the it camera figured. came on and recorded what they saw. So this is an overseas couple filling their heart Ireland and it's great to get the external perspective because Indeed. we're very close to the story at home and really what their passion points were about was the landscape, it was about the people it was about the food, uh, screen tourism for example, the Star Wars, Game of Thrones right. and the new things that are there, so the old and the new but it allows us to go out with a message of authenticity because in a world again where a lot of advertisers are selling us things that maybe we don't even need uh, we're reminding people that you've know, look, you've got this beautiful authentic place uh, in the middle of the globe uh, that's sitting there waiting to be explored The other thing now of course is that when you
0: Look for something in a campaign, oftentimes people, uh, not just when it comes to vacation, but will look, look too close to home. Uh, so, uh, given that an awful lot of advertising agencies might be based in big metropolitan areas, um, their perspective may not be as expensive as you might have liked. So, to go and grab a couple from Sweden and pull them into Ireland and let them loose was Quite innovative.
1: Yeah, and I think you have to be innovative because you have to come up with new ideas. I mean, the travel and tourism world is very competitive. There are 1.4 billion people took trips around the globe last year, spending 1.4 trillion US dollars. It's one of the biggest industries in the world, and there are a lot of people out there competing, uh, and a lot of people selling the same thing, by the way. You know, ultimately, the clock for us goes back to zero at the beginning of January, and we have to do all of it again. The people who came to Ireland last year probably won't be coming back this year because they'll go somewhere else. So we're out fishing in the pond again. Right. And we have to have something that's new, that's creative, that's exciting and it's not good enough anymore to say that we want to get Ireland on the bucket list we want to get people to come now so really by using this campaign driving them into Ireland.com which is our international global website and hopefully giving them to the book to come on holiday
0: When you say people don't always come back one of the things I find from experience is when I talk to people who have visited Ireland while they may not... Express uh, uh, an intent to go back in the immediate future they certainly express an intent to go back and that their impression has been such that it's a go back to place
1: yeah we do survey people who have come to Ireland on holidays and I mean the you know the measurement is just so high I mean 98-99% of people are saying this fulfilled all my expectations no question in relation to that Uh, people really love Ireland they love the people I mean that's one thing that really stands out, the friendliness and warmth of the people. and something we we take for granted back at home, but we over-deliver all the time in that space. Landscape is something else that really stands out for people. I mean, the green, clean island, it is stunning. And I think when you fly to other countries, I mean, you're coming in over the airport and you look around, you start to appreciate home an awful lot more. And thirdly then, Irish culture. And that can express itself in many ways. It could be a session in a pub like we have seen this evening. It could be a trip to Riverdance. It could be going to the Gate Theatre for something more highbrow. But you know, that is very distinct. It's very unique. It's something you don't get anywhere else in the world
0: and one of the things about Irish culture actually is that some of it's very passive and again I hear these comments and that being that people comment that they drove along the road and next thing there's this fort or castle in a field Mm. and again they go down another half mile and there's another one and they kind of say what is this and there's, while it's one thing to say about the active culture, the passive culture is also very strong.
1: It is, it's remarkable because these are experiences that a lot of people don't see in their own countries. So you take people coming from Canada, the United States, from Australia, New Zealand, and aside from the indigenous populations that were there, the new populations don't see this type of thing mm-hmm. in their country. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for, for the likes of North Americans for example, castles are standout of things that you know, they don't get to see in other countries. And the fact that you can actually stay in one is even a bigger bonus as well. And that you have cattle wandering around somewhere. <laughs> but that's the unique, alright, that's the bohemian nature of Irish society. <laughs> you know. But I mean, that's the authenticity as well. That famous postcard, Russia our Irish style. Right. And you do come across it. I was only driving through County Antrim recently and there were a, cat, there a load of sheep coming down the road anyway, and I said, I thought this didn't happen, but it does happen in Ireland.
0: Many of the attractions in Ireland are on the map for a whole variety of re- reasons. Um, Shane Lowry recently won the golf in the Middle East, um, but golf, as a result of people like Shane Lowry, um, Padraig Harrington, the na- list is endless. Golf is something that's very much tour- a tourist mecca.
1: Phenomenal. I mean, there are more golf courses per head of population in Ireland than any other country in the world. We have, you know, people as you say like Shane Lowry, Padraig Harrington, Graeme McDowell, um, and, and Rory McIlroy. And you know, f- across the island of Ireland, it is one example of a sport where we pull together really well, punch well above our weight. We've had the Ryder Cup come to Ireland. Hopefully, we might see that coming again. I think what's being unique as well in terms of uh, building peace across the island of Ireland, tourism has been a, been a great example of that, but with golf the Irish Open has travelled now to Northern Ireland three times. That wouldn't have happened before. And the Open, the, 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 the British, big British tournament, is coming to Northern Ireland for the first time since 1953, and that tournament is actually sold out already. Uh, but it's a great showcase for us to be able to promote Ireland as a destination. While we're a little bit early
0: for it, I know Galway is the city of culture for 2020, so I know next year you'll be focusing a lot on that but that just will be one city well a county where there will be a lot of cultural events for the whole year but Festivals is a big part of what Tourism Ireland recognises is a draw for people now.
1: Absolutely, I and mean, people are coming. You know, they want something to do, and um, festivals give a unique opportunity for us to showcase Ireland in, in, in its best forms. That could be literature, it could be the mm-hmm. Lisdoyle Writers Festival, it could be the West Cork Food Festival, it could be the Johnny Keenan Banjo Festival. And what things do is they give regional spread because it's not all about Dublin. That's where eighty percent of all the air access comes in. But it actually, you know, tells a story about Ireland in, in, in all its guises. And uh, festivals are really important. And going back to Points about Galway 2020. We'll be doing a lot of work this year because we have to be prepared so we'll have journalists coming in as part of our international publicity programme promoting Galway for 2020 during
0: 2019. The scenery of course is something that's iconic and has always been promoted and there are so many beautiful places outside of Dublin that part of your current campaign with the Fill Your Heart you focused on some particular regions kind of from the north uh, Galway Dublin line north you're going to send these people back around or they were sent to other parts of the country as well?
1: Yeah, what we did uh, in in the campaign, in the first phase by the way, because this is the first phase you're seeing today, we drew a line more or less from Dublin to Galway and said let's let's focus on the northern part of the whole island of Ireland um, because we want to try and get people to discover hidden gems. Mm -hmm. I mean there are places that are doing very, very well. The Cliffs of Moher had 1.6 million people last year, but you know we used Leve League for example in Donegal. And you know we've been in County Fermanagh, we've been out of the Goblins Cliff path in County Antrim which is more or less new uh, we are down at Connemara National Park mm-hmm. so it's really showcasing these stunning hidden gems that may not have been on the front cover of the brochures in the past and next year what we'll be doing, we'll be coming down the east coast of Ireland uh, through Ireland's ancient east, 5,000 years of history in a journey of 500 miles right down into West Cork then as well, so there's a bit for everybody really, you know, it's not necessarily plugging the individual destinations themselves, it's just showcasing a whole range of things that there are to see and do and hopefully drive people into Ireland.com food was also an important aspect
0: of it and uh, as was mentioned while the program was being launched that Ireland was not necessarily associated with food but as with a lot of things not everybody is looking for the Michelin restaurants even though they're there people are looking for sometimes it's comfort food and sometimes it's just to be able to have an enjoyable dining experience, that aspect has also been highlighted in the current campaign
1: Yeah and that is a passion point of our couple that came along but it's a passion point for a lot of people people want to go home from a holiday being able to brag about their experiences and food is one of those Mm -hmm. things they can brag about And Ireland is actually over-delivering against people's expectations. But part of the problem is that they don't have high expectations in the first place because you don't associate Ireland with good food. Correct. Whereas actually, you know, it's not about the michelin Star restaurants. It's terrific to have them, by the way. Mm -hmm. There are people who will enjoy that. But a lot of research that has been done uh, in this space is that people want to eat where the locals eat. You know, that could be off a street cart. It could be going to a farmer's market. uh, It could be going to a food festival. It could be doing a gastro tour. And we have a a lot of that. We've got cookery schools. We've got great chefs. We do great work. Promoting us abroad. Um, but above all, we probably have some of the best ingredients in the world. We have some of the best seafood. It's right on our doorstep. Uh, these things don't travel far from farm to fork, so to speak. And uh, Board B have a trivial program called Origin Green that underpins the sustainability. Uh, and you know, that gives us a platform for which to sell Ireland. And I think as people come back and experience the food in Ireland we're getting really uh, great sort of um, feedback on it and what we're doing this year in 2019 is working with our partners back at home on the tourism front to produce a season of food that will be a showcase for tourism in this year as a pilot pilot basis in September, October uh, really bringing together all those Mm -hmm. things I talked about to dial up the food experience Mm -hmm. from a promotional international perspective in
0: 2019. While we've been talking about Ireland, of course, that's the destination. The origin is important, and you're here in Canada at the moment, and I know you've been in the US. The performance from Canada has been phenomenal. In the last of years?
1: It's been spectacular uh, for example in 2012 about 90,000 people from Canada visited Ireland, uh, in 2018 over 250,000 visited so it's almost tripled in 6 years it's truly astonishing and we've had really good increases in air access which is very positive, that's mm-hmm. a major driving factor so a number of years ago we only had summer access, now mm-hmm. we've got access all year round from some destinations, we've got Vancouver now, we've got the likes of Halifax, Calgary we've Montreal starting with their Lingus this year which is really good and Toronto really great connections as well so it's been very positive we've also got new routes into into Shannon which we didn't have before from Toronto so that allows us really to push the promotion of the destination we've increased our budget here in Canada we've got a very strong team we get great support from the diaspora from the ambassador, Jim Kelly, the team and, um, you know, we're getting great feedback from the industry on the ground in Ireland that they're hearing many more Canadians accents around the place which is great to hear
0: and, well, from our side um, what's nice as well is that um, being somewhat national. I'm both Irish and Canadian, it's nice not to be confused as being from south of the border.
1: Well, there are plenty of uh, Maple Leafs that identify them, they're quite good at that from I Canada. Did. But, you know, I think, look, it's terrific to see, I mean, 250,000, I mean, a tripling in, in six years is, is terrific, and the experience they're having is great, they're living with very fond memories, and um, it's terrific, some of them are there for ancestral reasons, others are just there for a new journey of discovery, Ireland's a destination it's much easier to get to, and they know they get a great welcome, and it's very safe. So now what we should do is direct people to
0: ireland.com that's where they're going to get a a lot of information and links to a variety of things because I know from the site one of the tabs as far as I recall on it is you do have a list of festival and events on
1: there. It's all there yeah Yeah. for accommodation attractions, activities, events, flying all the links are there to be able to book your holiday and plan your itinerary as well. And
0: any particular time of the year coming because I know what you're anxious to do is let it be known that the
1: season starts on the 1st of January and ends on the 31st December. Correct. I mean, Ireland is now a 12 month destination from a tourism perspective. I was around Dublin during December and I've never seen it as busy. Uh, terrific to see so many international visitors there. Obviously, you know, um, from May to September is a really high, busy season. Right. But I'm encouraging people actually, you know, look, I mean, come uh, outside of that. There are still lots of things to see and mm-hmm. do. There are a lot of festivals that have been dialed up. For example, the New Year's Festival wasn't there before. Tradfest and Temple Bar during January. Mm-hmm. There's Halloween now at the end of October. So, so there are things to see and do. And of course, St. Patrick's Day coming up there. Huge time as well. And
0: if you have permission, you can play golf on Christmas Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can play golf any time in Ireland. <laughs> midnight golf I think is coming in, in some courses as well to encourage young oh, people to play. Uh, or lunar golf, as you say, and, and the nighttime golf. Right. But uh, look, there's always lots of things to see and do. Uh, plenty of great experiences but most of all a really friendly welcome indeed now give us thanks a million for taking
0: the time it's been great chatting with you and I'm actually looking forward to my next trip Um, we fortunately have been able to go three to four times a year and despite the number of times we've gone back to Ireland and we're now here 30 years Despite the number of times we've gone back, we've always found new places to go, new experiences to explore, and a, a thing we didn't talk about were the Green West, but we've started exploring the Green West, and it's just fantastic. So even after, God knows how many trips, 40, 50 trips at this stage, just so much of Ireland we have to see.
1: Yeah, and I think that area of activity-based tourism is something that's taken off, and it's for all ages. I mean, the Mayo Greenway that's there, that's been extended uh, in the next number of years, uh, it's 40 kilometres, you know, from Westport to Ackwell, has transformed that part of the country. Yeah. And in Waterford now, there's a greenway as well, a yeah. similar sort of distance, and it's transformed the south of the country as well, from an activity yeah. perspective. So, lots to see and do, and delighted you're having a good time, and keep on coming back.
0: Thank you. Thanks, Amelia.
1: Thanks very much. Indeed.
0: say you should always listen to your heart. And where better to do that than the island of Ireland. After all, your heart is the best compass there is. So get out there and fill your heart with the stuff that keeps it beating. Fill your heart with Ireland.